Hey everyone, this is Josh Sanchez, host of the Swoop Radio podcast on Anchor.fm, a sports podcast that focuses on the NBA, MLB, NHL, and the NFL, as well as the college game. What Swoop Radio does is he gives up-to-date information on what's going on with all the leagues and the college game, and also puts his little twist on it and his opinions on it. But if you guys have any disagreements or agree with a point with what Josh is saying, feel free to call into the station at Anchor Voice Messages, and you guys might even be put on a future episode. But you can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. You can also check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Instagram at swoop radio underscore that is swoop radio underscore i hope you guys enjoy the podcast hey everyone and welcome back to the newest edition of the swoop radio station here it's your boy josh sanchez And I know it's been a little bit since Swoop Radio has done a podcast and a lot has happened in the NBA. We have a lot to talk about. I'm going to do two segments today. I'm going to start off with talking about the deals that happened in the NBA free agency period. Uh, more, More specifically, what happened after day one of the free agency period. And then I'm going to talk and then I'm going to give you guys my top five current duos in the NBA now that duo season has officially begun in the NBA, no more super teams. Now there's a lot of pairs. And we're going to get into those later on the show. But before Swoop Radio gets started today, I do have a couple interviews lined up for the future. So if you guys stick around and listen to them as well, feel free to message me at Voight with, with the Anchor Voice message feature. Anyone can send me messages now. And uh, who knows, depending on how good your message is, you guys could be on an episode. You guys can also check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. So, of course, we are going to start off this show with some other deals that took place in the NBA free agency Literally, I talked about how Paul George and Kawhi Leonard went to the uh, Los Angeles Clippers last podcast. And I also talked about how Chris Paul is now on the Oklahoma City Thunder. But Russell Westbrook got traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul. And now Russell Westbrook now joins James Harden and... I, I'm I'm just excited. I, I can't wait for this season. A lot I've had a couple weeks now to think of I had I've had exactly my fault a week now to digest and give you guys my honest opinion. Russell Westbrook has led the league in assists for four straight seasons, and James Harden has led the league in scoring in back-to-back years. So I think this duo is going to take the league by storm. And if I was a Rocket a Rockets fan, letting Trevor Ariza go a couple seasons ago, I would be sick to my stomach because if they had him right now, I would say right now that that the Houston Rockets would go to the NBA Finals. You would have Westbrook, Harden, Ariza, Tucker, Capella, 
name a better starting five than that. You're you're it's gonna be tough to find that now that Kevin Durant left Golden State. But this is gonna be a very interesting season, more specifically in the West Coast, in the Western Conference. You're gonna have the Lakers now with Davis and LeBron. Then you have the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George. And now you have the Rockets with Westbrook and Harden reuniting from their young days at Oklahoma City where they went to the finals together and they played really well with each other off the ball. Um, I don't know how I feel about Mike D'Antoni as the coach, however. He really disappointed me last year in the in the conference semis when the Warriors lost Kevin Durant to his Achilles injury. And they not only lose game five, but they lose game six at home and you don't change anything defensively. Now you do get a huge upgrade, a more athletic, a more versatile point guard in Russell Westbrook, whereas Chris Paul was declining. You saw that this year. Chris Paul took a lot of steps back, whereas with Westbrook, he's younger than Chris Paul. He has a couple more years left of explosiveness. Russell Westbrook left in him. And he's also led the league in assists for four straight seasons. You can knock the guy on his turnovers and him not really setting up teammates. But you got to really think about it, though. During his time in Oklahoma City, who was who were the shooters around Russell Westbrook? I mean, other than Paul George, Steven Adams can't shoot. You're going to tell me kicking it out to Jeremiah Grant for three consistently is going to be is going to up your assist total. Come on now, guys. Like he's a uh, Jeremiah Grant is a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's a good player. Not a great player. Good player. But if you're relying him as your consistent three point shooting, then you have a problem there. And that was a problem with the Thunder. Not really had enough good shooting around Westbrook and they could load the paint. They can stack the paint and that put more pressure on Westbrook and George. I blame I it's the the ESPN should make it 30 for 30 on the Thunder. I will get to the Thunder in a little bit because they got a lot of draft picks they have five first round draft picks within the next two drafts and then they have more picks in the future because of the paul george trade the westbrook trade they got so many first round picks but they're all going to be late first round picks but hey if you're in the first round history has shown that like kyle kuzma was a late first round pick Kawhi leonard was a mid first round pick if you can get lucky you can get you can land yourself a superstar all you have to do is get in the first round. But anyway, the ESPN has to make it 30 for 30. But with Harden and Westbrook, Harden averaged over 36 points last year. Now, Harden's going to have to develop more of a catch and shoot uh, part of his game a little bit. Um, They can obviously do Harden, ISO, Westbrook, ISO. They can continue to do that. But I think if Westbrook sets up Harden a little bit more, and kicks it out to him. If Harden can develop that catch and shoot game, watch out because of Harden. Because Harden's already a lethal shooter. His step back three pointer is one of the is the best, most signature move, arguably in the in NBA history. That step back, the way how he's revolutionized the game that way. But Westbrook's now going to have so much space for him to just run and gun, and for him to just be a bad man. And then once Westbrook starts attacking, Harden's going to get more space than he was with CP3 because CP3 was just not the explosive player Westbrook is. So I think that this duo is going to work. I know their egos is going to be very hard to figure out their egos. Will Westbrook be able to take steps back from steps back from time to time, take a back steep to Harden and let Harden run because it is Harden's team. This is Harden's city. 
Can Westbrook take a step back coming from Oklahoma where it was his city? That's where the problems I think is going to happen with them. And I see the I see the Houston Rockets being a solid three seed, two or three seed at best. Um, and I think they're just missing that one solid wing player to complement them. Uh, and then they got something special going in Houston. But it's going to be very interesting. It is now the league of the duos. But Westbrook has averaged a triple-double for the past two years. Now, now it, I, I'm just so excited because now those two guys playing together, you saw what they did in OKC. Harden winning, Harden being one of the best bench players in the NBA. Westbrook developing as one of the best point guards in the NBA. Both win MVPs with their respected franchises. Now reuniting together. And now on the other end of the spectrum, you got to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder and how if I was a fan, I would be sick to my stomach because you you have watched so much talent. Ibaka and Duran have already won rings since they left Oklahoma City. You had Westbrook, Harden, Durant, Ibaka. That core of four guys led you guys to a finals. And they were just not just they were just a little bit too young. But now Ibaka is a champion. He won the finals this year. Durant is a, is a two-time champion. He won back-to-back finals the year before. You have Harden and Westbrook now on the same team trying to chase their first ring. Paul George is now at the Clippers. You let Paul George go. Victor Oladipo is on the Pacers, and he became an all-star before he got injured. You let him go. You had all these talented guys. CP3 um, was now on there, but he's probably going to get traded for more draft picks. But Oklahoma City had all the talent in the world to win championships. But that just shows you had a Miami Heat dynasty. You had the Golden State dynasty that just ruined all of it. And then you had those Spurs teams that won five chips in 17 years. That just shows you guys. When they went to the finals, we thought, oh, man, this team will be back next year. This team will be ready. And then it did. It just did not happen. Harden got traded. If Oklahoma City Thunder, if the Oklahoma City Thunder had a chance to redo everything, and I mean redo everything, you draft the same guys, but you trade Westbrook to the Rockets, and you keep Harden and Durant together. And I bet you, if Harden and Durant were playing together, they would have already won you a chip, and and they would they would have stayed with each other. And Oklahoma City would have already had a Finals championship. Harden and Durant played way better together. Harden is more of a facilitator, and Durant's better off the ball. And Harden gets his assists more in the flow of the offense, whereas Westbrook, he, Westbrook gets his assist numbers, but Westbrook, it's just not in the flow from at some times because he's used to going 100 miles an hour, and sometimes that can cost you when you're constantly going 100 miles an hour. But if Oklahoma City Thunder had to redo it, they would have got. They would have traded Westbrook, kept Harden, kept KD, and definitely would have probably won some chips. But ESPN, again, you have to make it 30 for 30. Uh, I, I'm going to continue to say that for a while during this topic. You just have to. But Westbrook did announce um, his jersey. He's going to wear number zero. He did that today. Uh, there's a picture with him as a Teenage Mutant Ninja, a Ninja Turtle. Uh, Westbrook has a red jersey and a white headband. Uh, they changed his white headband to a red headband, and he, he looked like one of the teenage uh, mutant ninja turtles. Um, my favorite mutant ninja turtle, just to go on the side note, is Michelangelo. Orange is my favorite color. That's easy, but um, 
But yeah, so Westbrook now is with the Thunder. You have Paul George, not with the Thunder. Westbrook is with the Rockets. CP3 is with the Thunder. And what you get out of CP3 is you get a guy that is slowly declining for his career and he is overpaid. The fact that the Rockets got out of that contract is something special. I don't know how the hell you pulled that off. Getting pulling that, pulling a rabbit out of a hat. You want to talk about overpaid. CP3 is getting paid over $40 million over the next couple years. And for a guy that's declining each year, um, that is no good for the <clears throat> for the Houston Rockets. But they got out of it. Now Oklahoma City has to deal with that problem. And CP3 is slowly declining. I'm going to pull up CP3's numbers real quick as, as we talk about declining. Uh, CP3 went from his first season in Houston going 18 points a game, 8 assists a night, to now 15 points a game, 8 assists, shooting 41% while shooting 47%. In 2017, he shot 41% in 2018. So you can see the production of CP3 is starting to decline, and he's starting to get on the back end of his career he has played since 2005. If you do the math, he's going in on his 14th season in the NBA. He is he is 34 years old this year, and this is it. This is his last stretch. And for a guy that had all the talent in the world, six nine-time All-Star, four-time assist champion, six-time steals champion, the fact that he's never been to a finals will always hurt his career. And the fact that Kyle Lowry got you a ring and not Chris Paul, that's always going to hurt his legacy. And for a guy that's averaged a career 18 and a half points a night, nine and a 9.7 assists a game, pretty much averaging, averaging you 18 and 10. The fact that he did not get to an NBA finals just shows you. And it's always going to hurt Chris Paul's legacy. Chris Paul definitely lost this trade. He lost the locker room, and that was his last chance of getting a ring, as now he is with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Next, on the other end, Russell Westbrook gets, this is probably going to be his last chance to get a ring. Uh, you, you join, again, that that James Harden, that firepower. Whether you like him or hate him or hate his fake fouls or whatever, the man's a walking bucket. Averaged over 36 points last season. Man, he is a walking bucket. And that step back three has definitely revolutionized the whole game. And the way how he just draws fouls revolutionized the whole game. So it's going to be great to see that duo. Now you have the king of the duos. Watch out, folks. Houston, we have lifted off. And now you have two, two gunslingers in Westbrook and Harden on the same team reuniting. And uh, Westbrook and Harden are both in the prime of their years. Westbrook is now going to be 31 this year. Harden's going to be 30 this year. So it's going to be a great season for the Houston Rockets. And I definitely will put them as a championship contender. You didn't lose P.J. Tucker. You didn't lose Capella. You can't, you didn't lose Eric Gordon. You have Eric Gordon coming off the bench. The Houston Rockets got a squad. Now, I do think that they need to get a solid forward to complement them to players. Um and then I think they got something special. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. Yeah, and this is the first of two topics. So if you guys stick around as well. But check out Josh Sanchez on Instagram at swoop radio underscore and on my per personal account 
at S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. That is S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z for more information. I hope you guys stick around because I'm going to give you guys my top five current duos of the NBA. But you're listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hey everyone and welcome back to the second topic of today, Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. The first topic of the show, I talked about Russell Westbrook and I also talked about the Russell Westbrook CP3 trade that went down. I talked about both teams, the Thunder and the Rockets, what it meant for both teams. And now I'm going to transition to the big topic for, for today's show and I'm going to name you, Swoop Radio is going to name you guys his top five duos of the NBA currently. And this list is going to be very interesting. If you guys have any agreements or disagreements with my top five list, feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. Even send me a video. Send me a short clip of you, of your top five predictions, and I will put you on a future podcast. But again, check me out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Instagram. All I have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. And again, my Instagram handle is Swoop Radio underscore and S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. That is S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. So now let's get to the nitty and gritty here. We're, uh, Swoop Radio is going to name you his top five current duos of the NBA. Starting at number five. This is my number five duo of the league, my fifth. I have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons as my fifth. Uh, they just cracked the top five. Only because I'm seeing Ben Simmons shoot this offseason. I know a lot of people are saying he's shooting at a high school gym. But I'm looking at you guys dead in the mirror. I'm like, this brother is going to come this year and he's going to show up. If Simmons adds a jump shot, he is he is going to elevate his game from an 18-point score to a 25-point score easily. That's, what I, that's the drastic change I'm going to see in Ben Simmons' game. And then you have another stud in Joel Embiid. Averaged 27 points, 13 rebounds last year. Uh, almost two and a half blocks a game. This guy does it on offense and defense. When those two guys play together, the sky's the limit for them. And they are my number five duo in the NBA. Uh, Embiid and Simmons, they posted a plus minus of 262 last season. And they're young folks. They are very young. Um, Embiid and Simmons are not even... Well, Embiid's going to be 25 this year. Simmons is going to be... 22 I believe no 24 I believe around that age so they're both super young not even entering their primes yet so watch out folks those guys are going to be a scary uh, duo my number four duo the fourth duo is CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard you got to give credit when credit is due Uh, these brothers have been balling together for years now and they reached their first ever Western Conference Finals appearance last season Lillard and McCullum um, are something special when they are on the court. Um, obviously, they're not Steph and Clay, but you want to take a little bit less of Steph and a little bit less of Clay, and that's what you get from these two. Uh, they showed up and they balled last postseason, especially Damian Lillard. He is a multi, multi-year multi all-star. Uh, CJ McCullum is trying to crack his all-star appearance, but it's very hard in the Western Conference. But these two guys, when they're together, they light up the floor. And 
and they win they win games like it's just point blank period uh they just win games and it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen uh this season with the two of them because they're not getting talked about a lot with all these moves and all these trades going down but Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum you are my number <clears throat> four uh duo in the NBA and before I get to my top three, some honorable mentions, uh, Gian- G- uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton are definitely uh, in the top 10 of my duos. There, There's some honorable mentions, um, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, uh, Jokic um, those two guys, I, I, I could either have them or Simmons and Embiid, that's how good they are, you got to give the Nuggets credit, if, if just, so, just as a side note, if you're to put money on any team, to make the NBA Finals, I would definitely put your money on the Denver Nuggets as a sleeper team because their odds have been dropped since all these deals have happened, and they get uh, they get Michael Porter Jr. He should be ready by training camp, and if and if he's any of the player that he's supposed to be, so you go you put him alongside Murray and Jokic, and you got something special in Denver. That's just a little side note. Um, some other duos, some up-and-coming duos that that you guys should definitely, five years from now, we might have conversations. Uh, uh, Luka Donick and Christoph Porzingis, possibly. Trey Young and John Collins. Uh, Zion Williamson and Lonzo Ball. Um, Zach Levine and, and Laurie Marketing. Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins. There are just some other honorable mentions to just think about. But now we get to my top three duos in the NBA currently. At number three, what I'm going to go with is... <clears throat> drum roll, please. I'm going to go Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as my third duo in my top five, only because these guys have not played with each other yet. Um... Obviously, a talent standpoint, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George defensively, they are arguably the the two best all-around players in the NBA. They lock you down defensively and and can give you over 25 a night in their sleep. And that's that's what you get from these two guys. They're ballers, they're riders, and they will just show up and play basketball. And they are going to take the league by storm. I have the Clippers as my number one seed um, in this year's playoffs. And the only reason why I don't have them higher than these next two is only because I just think that you can either put this duo and the duo I say next in in any order. And then obviously my top duo has been established for years. So it's a little thing to let you guys know. So now my number two duo, my, my second best duo of the NBA, I have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. LeBron James, obviously best player in the world. Um, even though now there's a, it's up for grabs because now you have Kawhi Leonard when what he did in the playoffs, how he led his team. Yeah, the Warriors were hurt, but you got to give props and props is due. Um, LeBron James and you have Anthony Davis. When they're healthy, this duo is going to be scary and they're going to be fun to watch. And with the Lakers, their season depends on how good DeMarcus Cousins will play. If DeMarcus Cousins can give you a little bit of a, the old DeMarcus Cousins, then the Lakers got a big three. And they got something special, and then they can take the lead by storm. But I have the Lakers as my four seed in the West. 
Um, I have my order right now is I have before I give you my number one duo, my order right now, since it's before the season, I have Clippers number one, Nuggets number two, Rockets number three, Lakers four, Trailblazers five. Um, I got I got the Spurs seventh. The Spurs will make it as the seventh seed. I have the Pelicans as my eighth seed. That's my sleeper team. And then I have the Spurs as my sixth seed. No, I already said Spurs is seven. Got to figure out my sixth as I go down the list. But I'll give you guys my full clean eight before I give you this one more duo. My last duo, obviously, Steph and Clay. Those two guys together are just something special to watch. They're the Splash Brothers. They've won three chips. Yeah, I get it. They had Kevin Durant. That yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it that they had Kevin Durant on their team. But these two guys in terms of revolutionized the whole game of basketball, in terms of impact the basketball. You Clay Thompson other than James Harden is the second best shooting guard in the league. He can lock you down defensively and then give you buckets. I know he has an ACL tear, but I give this this duo props because they've brought you three chips and they're still playing currently in in the NBA. And who knows, if Clay did not go down game six, there definitely would have been a game seven in Toronto. And who knows who would have won that game. But those are my top five duos, just to give you a recap. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid at five. At four, I have, as I'm trying to rethink four, I know at three I had at three I had LeBron. No, I had Kawhi and Paul George. Two I had LeBron, and I had LeBron and AD. And then at number one I had um, <clears throat> at number one I had Steph and Clay. Oh, at four I had CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. My bad, I had a little brain burp there. So my top five: Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons at five, at four, CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard at four, at three. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George at two, LeBron and AD, and at one, Stephen Clay. I give Stephen Clay props just because of what they've done together. Now I'll give you guys my top. I, I and I'm in, I'm in the mood to give you guys some more predictions. My my prediction for the Western Conference, because um, it's up for grabs, and I'll give you my Eastern Conference one as well. But I have the Clippers at one, Nuggets at two, Rockets at three, Lakers at four. Trailblazers at five. No, Trailblazers at six. I have the Jazz at five. Trailblazers at six. Spurs at seven. Um, Pelicans at eight. Those are my top eight seeds in the Western Conference. And in the Eastern Conference, I have the Sixers as your number one seed this year. Two, I have the Bucks. Three, I have <clears throat> three, I have the Pacers. Um, no, three, I have the Celtics. Four, I have the Pacers. Um, and then I can't give you the rest for the East because the East literally is just a toss-up. So I give you my top eight for the West, obviously. What do you guys think about my prediction so far? I'll give you a clean uh, NBA playoffs preview before the season starts. Very early season predictions. MVP as well. But those are my top five duos. If you guys, again, agree or disagree, feel free to comment. Or voice your opinion. All you gotta do is use anchor voice message on the top of the screen. Check me on it. Check me out on Instagram at s a n n underscore c h e z z for more information. Also, check me out 
on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop!